You are listening to Wolfnet Radio, the show that makes you want to mount a hula dancer next to your HUD. I will be your host this evening, Matthew Bloodbath Barons. Uh, tonight we have co-host as usual, Andrew Snubby Headshot, the Middle Crawl. <laughs> Told you guys. Yeah, good, good evening. And Aaron, what is this dickery, the Coach Crawl? Dickery? Oh, the Alpha Strike setup. Yeah, that was Dickery. <laughs> Joining us later will be Tommy. I have a secret silent Sea Raven Kruger. Let's move on from here now to one of our favorite lore masters, Luke. Rather field loss it than clean it, Charles Gideon Dirks. You know, I just know where you're supposed to keep it, and I don't want to touch it after that. <laughs> Spoken like what a true. What are you talking? About? <laughs> Spoken like a true officer. Like <laughs> I took this rifle into combat. Now, private, you must clean it for me. Yep. <laughs> That's why you always have an arms officer, anyways. All right, tonight, let's go ahead and get started with updates. We have cancellations for events all the way around the world. Looks like Adepticon. Why is that? <laughs> because everybody's been licking too many doorknobs. <laughs> so Adepticon was canceled. Who was going to go there? Me. Oh. And who else is going to go there? Marvin. Roshak. The Roshak. Yeah, I was upset. I was really looking forward to that. We had some folks from the from the regiment lined up to. Toss back a few drinks and roll some dice. We were looking forward to that. That was going to be awesome. A good opportunity to get out and see fans and meet them and play against them and hopefully not get our butts whooped. But knowing you, Mr. Experienced, you ought to be able to hold your own. Uh, You can't can't roll headshots on the board. It's It's only in the digital world. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, you did roll one. The last time we played. We don't want any of that digital dollars crap anyways. We don't want any of that dickery around. <laughs> uh, other other cancellations, unfortunately, was the European Battletech Championship that was canceled. However, comma, there will be a rescheduled update for October 3rd and 4th. So um, hopefully uh, friendship missiles will be out there uh, representing some Spain and kicking some butt and maybe sending us back some pictures or uh, details on some gameplay and how it went. Now, Blaine would be mad at me if I didn't mention but I could be wrong. Is it comma however or however comma? Oh, Jesus. Here we go again. I think it's comma however. Fair enough. But that could be a question Blaine can answer tomorrow. I'll have to work on my Because uh, I should have this done English. tomorrow, so that'll be our fastest turnaround time. I only speak bad English and semi-decent Spanish. <laughs> you speak Mechwer. <laughs> you speak Klanner really well. Yeah, my there Russian, you go. My Russian's very short. You know, one of the best languages I have learned for international conversations is hieroglyphics, drawing pictures to establish... I grew up on a farm instead of a city. So being able to communicate is awesome, especially with diversified cultures, because if you are too silly to learn um, 
anything different, then you'll always live with uh, ridiculousness. Oh, Look stop it. Dick, oh, stop it. A dick pic in Arabic is a dick pic in English. So, Look at the big brain on bread. <laughs> <laughs> Trivia question. What movie is that from? Post it on the Facebook page. That's, you guys don't need to think about it. That's a pretty easy <laughs> one, though. Yeah, because I just had a brain fart. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, I'll, give you a hint, I'll give you a hint later. We, we don't want a visual hint, you sick bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, Gen Con, as of today, yet still checking the website, they have, you know, still saying, as of the 12th of March... They're still saying in press releases that they're still continuing to have Gen Con as scheduled unless any further developments will be released. Think happy thoughts. That's right. Positive reinforcement. Think happy thoughts. I'm really looking forward to Gen Con this year. Because we have a lot of fun stuff coming out of us. That's going to be awesome. And everybody's going to love it. I mean, at least the nerds there won't be like super weird because everyone social distances themselves anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, as long as you use the hand sanitizer and a little whiskey, you're fine. They don't do that anyway. <laughs> well, maybe this year it'll be better. Dude, you get con crud all the time when you just get that many freaking <laughs> nerds together. So <laughs> we'll get no. COVID. Go, we'll get COVID twenty out of Gen Con. No, that's not acting out of my face. It's bed bugs <laughs> and whatever else happened last night. Uh oh. Speaking of whiskey, we have had conversations about WNRP needs a unit drink. Oh. I.e. a PPC or um, I'm, d- so. I'm down for PPCs because there's not a lot of people who can hang when you start tossing those things back. Well, I mean, that's because it's own. a ridiculous drink. People get to it's, know that's reputation. why it should be a WNRP drink. Oh my god! But, but what would the WNRP twist be? Because add Mountain, you know, add Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh you, you went with a twist. You need a add twist. Mountain Dew. Add Mountain Dew and call it Met Coolant. <laughs> You'd add Serge with a twist. It's got to be like Serge. Is Crown Peach orange? Uh, Not really. Is no, it, it oh. isn't. It's more of a whiskey, and that would taste weird. I kind of thought about Alabama Slammers. Not only that, but Crown. Pe- but not only that, but Crown Peach is super not, rare. It's rare. <laughs> I've got. I, a matter of fact, I do have a bottle for your wife here yet. It goes straight to me. Ooh. I got I got another one for her. So she's she's still under penalty of Crown Royal uh, misappropriations with my uh, salted caramel. So oh, that was another, delicious. I got a bottle of that too. If you want it, I'll take that, a one, that one. Might cost you though. <laughs> that is a recommendation though. It's going to cost me a, a Wolfnet Radio podcast drink. One demerit. <laughs> you could, you know, return the favor and get me a mech. When it, ooh, I could. Ooh. You know, could. just saying. Well, we, we have to wait and see what it is first. <laughs> one out of three ain't bad. I, uh, I'm, I won't say anything. Yeah, don't say anything. Um, oh, a NERP? Speak, Are we going to call it a of which, 
speaking of which, I get to poke uh, I, I get to poke Aaron just a little bit. So um, I was reached out to last week from the man, and uh, I just get to I just get to say that. Yeah, yeah. Poke away, Pillsbury Doughboy. Poke away, dude. dude I will take. I will take whatever you have to give me at this point. <laughs> it's like way too many inside jokes for the first ten minutes of the show. Because right. Gideon is literally twisting the edge of his mustache, thinking of ways. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but uh, I was twisting my mustache. Ooh. All right, Andrew, you brought up. Uh, Oh, can I, can I name the drink, though? Can I name the drink? It's got to be called Colonel Down. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only drink known with the Colonel Down. That's the only thing C. Mario is going to drink now. Made with the blood of elementals. <laughs> oh. Anyway. <laughs> because apparently we don't mention Mario enough on this show, so I had to give him another shout-out. <laughs> he was looking for a few more ways to throw shots at you. And I, I know. I, I know. I even I even threw out like, well, did you have anything right now? And he's like, no. I'm like, try better next time. I would like to say that recording on Tuesday nights when we usually game is my idea, so I don't have to face him again. It's not. <laughs> they are fun. I mean, just the banter. Just the just the banter from playing is so much fun. We uh, have got to get a. We have to figure out how to record those sessions because that is freaking comedy gold. Well, I can cut in here. I've done a lot of research, and I've figured out how to do it. If he did a lot of research, he spent longer than five minutes, but no longer than ten on it. He gave YouTube. it the old kernel try. YouTube is great. <laughs> um. So I have figured out how. I can not only record um, my screen and everyone's audio through OBS, but we can do the whole thing on Discord as well. Ooh, cool. And we can also do what we are doing now, and people can watch us. They For free? Can't, they can't, and then we can allow people in if we want to speak. <laughs> like, they can chat. While they watch a live episode, I and like if that. we want to bring a guest on, we can. I can just unmute them and, and add them in. But uh, that is another reason you should join the Discord channel because it's going to get a lot more cooler. That would that would be funny, having them unmuted, introduction, and then as kind of a practical joke, kind of keep cutting them in and out. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like you bastard. Like, just kidding. Okay, we'll turn it on forever now. Like, this is my chance. And then we just, like, ax them right through half their intro. Be like, like uh, well, that spy. was great hearing from this guy. Spy, spies like us, Chevy Chase. Please, everybody, have a short lunch date, so I have to go. <laughs> but so anyway, uh, yeah, the Discord channel is going to be uh, our go to because this is our last. We're using every last bit of the $99 we spent on Lightstream, so we're gonna we're using it one last time tonight. So we're doubling down. But if everything <laughs> goes go. correctly, there's, we should be able to do a, everything. There's on the, the title of the episode: Double Down, and the, the double, drink, and the drink, Double Down. 
cheap bastards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Andrew, you were talking about a great question that you caught on uh, Facebook page from Luis Martin. Luis Martin. He asked, got one for you all. What's your favorite thing about Battletech? And how about your least favorite? So let's go around the room. Who wants to start? This guy will. My favorite thing about Battletech is the Battletech cockpit. No matter what happens, if I have a crummy day or if I have a great day, if I can think about a being in like a imagining myself as a mech warrior in a battle mech cockpit, I think I would be right as rain. And least favorite? What the hell did I put down? Partial cover. <sighs> yes. Still having to accept the partial cover shots in the dirt, what I miss. I mean, <laughs> I, I get it. You know, I'm transitioning to the newer rule because it, it makes sense, and I, I'll accept that. It's fine. It just, you know, it's just like you roll uh, a leg, and it's just like, ah, no! <laughs> All right, you, you not, it. <laughs> not it. Um, I'll go next. Uh, the one thing I love about BattleTech is how it is transferable over like multitude of platforms, like novels, video games, board games, um, strategy game. Like it just cover it. You're able to input the the lore and the mechanics into just about anything card game um TV. that's right andrew i have a box of cards for you a cartoon cool. um hopefully one of these days a movie slash hbo miniseries that would be super awesome um somebody get but, that done jesus i know we gotta i mean if they I can do game of know. thrones i don't know i don't know of a better sci-fi genre story that has as much to it as Battletech that could translate so easily and well to the big screen that yeah. it would appeal to more than just us nerds. I right. mean, God. You would never run out of characters. It'd be the cool <laughs> thing of Pacific Rim, only an actual story plot. You yeah. could have you could have seven hundred <laughs> series of a hundred episodes and not run out of lore to put That's on. That's why I think if they did it as like an HBO like Game of Thrones kind of a thing where it's like ten seasons and you go from, uh, I, I would say you'd have to start thirty forty nine and go through. But man, there's so many good stories you could you could. God, do. I would I would start even I would start before the Fourth Secession War. Because then, yeah, if they that, wanted to keep it going, they could. Yeah, and that that old West, that Western motif of yes. of the 30, 30 aughts is a lot of fun. You know, like the the yeah, uh, Great yeah, Death they, Legion and stuff. Oh, so good. Yeah, but they can Firefly, and I'm still pissed. I'm still pissed that they can Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> and breaking news. Do, 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 do. Tommy, Silent Sea, Raven, Kruger, I have a secret. You're muted. Oh, his <laughs> mic doesn't work. Oh, no. I have a secret about what? <laughs> that, was your, that was your intro. 
your microphone even has a light on the end of it to let you that know would, that you're. That you're would drive me bananas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my <laughs> least. Let's see, my least favorite thing of BattleTech would have to be probably the inconsistencies with. And this is going over the whole thing, like the inconsistencies of the tabletop and the lore. And, you know, the thing I love about the game is also the thing that I least like about the game. And it's not because of the story. It's because of how the story was done. You know, it's just like, here's this great volume of novels and stuff. And then it's and then it dies off and then it gets sold to another company and then they try <laughs> to do this and then they die and it drops off. Dun, it's, dun, like, dun. Ugh, it's like constantly getting my hopes up and then constantly getting them let down. Um, the nice thing is these days I think we're on the uphill uh, ride of the Sweet. roller coaster. So yeah, those are my two things or my least and favorite. Do you uh, um, want to repeat the question? So uh, yes, yeah, sorry. Mr. Raven, from Mr. Lewis Martin, the question was, got one for you all. What's your favorite thing about Battletech, and how about your least favorite thing? Um, I would say my, well, everybody says lore is their favorite, and everybody know what that would be me lying <laughs> and everybody knows you don't know the lore <laughs> so. <laughs> you could so, lie to everyone i could lie to everybody but that's not fun um i, I flipped through the books and look for the pictures that's not fair well i did that too <laughs> <laughs> um well i started with the card game so i kind of like the the ccg that was probably my favorite I like classic a lot, but um, I don't think I ever knew that you started your BattleTech like career with the card game. Oh yeah, high school. Yeah, um, there was four of us. I wonder how many people have like they started with a card game. I that's think that's a very small population. Question. Yeah, and and that's how I started to like Jade Falcon is because everybody picked a a clan and and that commander box that i got was oh i was like oh well matt has ghost bear and uh here's some names with affiliations we had <clears throat> tommy had jade falcon i chose ghost bear uh philip ricks chose smoke jaguar reed kruger chose comstar uh luke dirks say it what affiliation Well, I I mean I ran Arc Royal all the time. That was there my, you go. That was Mixed. my thing. It had great uh, mechanics too. Yeah. Um, who else we had? Uh, Van Bruggen was uh, Wolf. James Van Bruggen ran Wolf. Solid Wolf. Um, well, all sorts of old school shoutouts. But Jeff <laughs> Newman had a couple cards. But my my best deck is a Creator deck, so. Hence, yeah. that's yeah. your inner sphere. Taking so, ho hover vehicles and uh, VTOLs with uh, suicide troops was always a good combo. Whoa. And then Takashi Kurita. Yep. And like, I had it, it was it was a Kurita. Well, it's my C cubed deck, so it's Kurita C cubed with mercenaries as well. 
So I what have... would your uh, least favorite part be? Oh, sorry. Ooh. No, it's good. Least, least favorite part. Um, how many people can shit on me when if I say lore? <laughs> <laughs> Four uh, and counting. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it wouldn't be lore. Um, that's because some of, I've read. Yes, I have read books. I could read a little bit. Uh, the Jade Phoenix, Phoenix Jade, whatever trilogy. So of course I like Jade Falcon. Um, no, I just that the hate that so much people have against clans. <laughs> it's it's mutual. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know about that. To to people to the people who are true, true inner sphere truly dislike. It seems like they truly dislike clans. Now I don't truly hate every single inner sphere house. I, I think I think it's about evil. I like being the bad guy occasionally though. But I guess I I I was told that I have bad guy dice. Good, <laughs> not bad. Good, bad guys. You have bad like guys, good. dice that are good, good, bad guys, not bad, good guys. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there was there was some good topics on um, this question where uh, there were some really good answers on some people. Yeah, just don't like the inner sphere, or don't like the clans. It's it's. Uh, I think about BattleTech. I think it's I think it's good to have a little bit of camaraderie and a little bit of. Um, uh, it's good to have the rivalry bit, in there, though. A little bit of rivalry, yes, good. Yeah. <clears throat> but there shouldn't be any like trolling or hate or any of that crap. Man, well, who's who's left? Well, that goes right into kind of my answer because my favorite part of BattleTech is the interconnectedness of the lore with the gameplay. You know, it, it, it's not a uh, here's my four mechs. I'm gonna play with you know use them on it during this game it's no these are the davian heavy guards and you oh you're playing capellan okay so it, it puts a context to, to the game it's not just random pieces on a board um because it yeah it just adds more flavor i guess to me which is part of the and then my least favorite part is yeah you know don't be a dick it, it, <laughs> it, 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 when like, I mean, some of my best friends are clanners. I'm a dirty merc, you know, like, but the fun there is, you know, developing that rivalry, not being like, well, you're wrong because, you know, will I tease you because you have a crutch on, you know, higher level weapons? Yeah. yeah. I need an excuse when I lose, right? But, <laughs> but, but, but same thing then when you say, well, you got to throw how many more tons at me? Right. So, I mean, it's just it's, it, as long as you're not using that as like some sort of uh, like I'm a gatekeeper. I know the right way to play battle tech, you know, but when people cross that line and they're like, if you're not playing it this way, you're doing it wrong. It's not. I mean, our uh, while our community is getting bigger and more healthy than it's been in a long time, we're still not to a point where I think we should be like shooing people away because they don't know what they're doing yet. Like we need every every player that we can get our hands on. 
Is that a Ghostbuster reference? You said gatekeeper, and you're the lore master. Oh! <laughs> wow, that was, a, that was like three steps to that connection. It's, no. a key, it's actually the key master, but lore master. <laughs> <key master>. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Gideon, there's only Are Zool. you a god? You say yes! <laughs> Kids watched that the other day. Yesterday, actually. <laughs> Oh, it took me so long to realize that it was uh, Bill Murray's in the new the new trailer. Yeah, they they took Bill Murray's uh, call it karma, call it fate. That I thought that was really cool. Andrew, uh, mine's pretty easy. I think I've made it fairly apparent previously. My favorite is the lore, um, the, the breadth and depth. And how how well established the BattleTech world is, and least favorite would have to be. I gotta go right along with uh, Dirks on that one. Don't be a dick, um, Munchkins. Um, you know, people who are really after the game to just win at all costs instead of you know enjoy the camaraderie and. and have fun with the game instead of I have to win. Yeah. yeah. Really, the Go people ahead. creating um, mechs, uh, doing custom mech, uh, custom mech, mech customization, and then cheesing it out with T comps and medium pulses on a Daishi. Um, or a dire wolf. I apologize. No, it's a Daishi. <laughs> I, I always you, go with the inner sphere. You which, just lost your clanner card, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but it gets really confusing. Uh, you guys got playing, cards? Damn it! <laughs> it gets really confusing playing Mech Warrior online because they only use the clan names on there, and I cannot bring myself to use them. <laughs> so I'll say something like, "Hey, there's a vulture in G8," and people are like, "A vulture? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a vulture." It, you, Come on, people. You, you had a scenario with a pizza. Yeah, yeah. Tell that story. Uh, all right, well, to, <laughs> to keep it brief here, um, uh, there's a local pizza place, and they have a pizza called the Mad Dog. Um, <laughs> and, and a co-worker ordered the pizza and, for, from this place, and I, I was just commenting, like, yeah, I always order. And, like, I swear to God, I almost said vulture. I always <laughs> order the Vulture from there before I realize, no, no, Mad Dog is a real thing in this context. I don't need to <laughs> switch it over in my brain to, to the Inner Sphere name, which well, just would have confused everybody. That conversation would have been great. Explain that one. Explain that. Well, let me go into, uh... <laughs> which is awesome. Um... <laughs> uh... Is that everybody's? I think so. Good, bad? Yeah. Made it around. The ugly? I like the ugly. All right. To take a little break, we're going to go into the Lore Masters double month in Battletech history. These messages are brought to you by Blackwell Heavy Industries, bringing you the exclusive Dragoon chassis since 3007. On this episode of WolfNet History Briefs. A half dozen clans use silence to speak volumes. 
Hello WolfNet and welcome to this installment of WolfNet History Briefs, where we look at what happened this month in the Battletech timeline. I'm Gideon, let's go. The 18th of February, 3075. The leaders of clans Jade Falcon, Wolf, Ghost Bear, Diamond Shark, Snow Raven, and Hell's Horses. The so-called Inner Sphere clans meet on Tukiad to discuss their fate while their homeworlds burn in the Wars of Reaving. Together, they formed what would be known as the Council of Six Clans, a conference loosely based off the Grand Council which had been part of clan culture since Nicholas Kerensky. Martha Pride of the Jade Falcons proposed that all in attendance swear to end all contact and communication with the homeworlds. The motion was quickly seconded and passed with the vote of 9-2. Although reports aren't clear, I would be willing to bet the two nay votes came from the Diamond Sharks, afraid they might lose out on a good deal. Now, those of you who are up on your not-so-distant clan history might be thinking, what was the point? All these clans had been deemed as tainted by the Inner Sphere by Ilkhan Brett Andrews and were already exiled or abjured in the correct clan nomenclature. Beyond this, whole sections of the HPG circuit between the homeworlds and the Inner Sphere had been destroyed on the Ilkhan's orders. Why waste the breath to formalize a vote to not do something that might not have been possible anyway? Well, Wolfnet, in this historian's perspective, that vote had nothing to do with the homeworld clans. This wasn't some act of angst or defiance against those who were left behind. They held that vote for each other, and their people, military and civilian alike. Just as Zhang Yu, Tarek, and Cortez had done on ancient Terra, the Khans and Sakans gathered in that room were burning their metaphorical ships. They were making it clear to every member of the spheroid clans that there would be no going home. The only way was forward. The only hope to overcome difficulty was to go through, and the only possible outcomes would be success or death. Survival would be determined by the cunning, will, and sacrifice of every clanner now in the inner sphere. They were proclaiming to all of known space that they were no longer what they had been. They were something more. They were residents of the sphere now, for better or worse. Speaking of inner sphere clans, they never did invite the wolves in exile or the Novacats to their party. Fancy that. Now to be fair, there wasn't likely much of a home left to return to in their mind. The last refugees from the ravens and bears had witnessed clan warships bombard planets of the Kerensky cluster from orbit before they fled their homes forever. With all indications that things would only escalate from there, it would seem reasonable to assume they may have beaten themselves back into the Stone Age. One final note of interest. The Council of Six never voted to have an Ilkhan. Apparently the topic never even came up. Maybe they did learn something from the chaos they left behind deep in the periphery, where one person was given power over an entire culture based on a system designed to be guided by honor, but could be perverted at every turn. There is still a lot to learn about these situations, and only time will tell. Do you want more discussion about lore? Join us on the WNRP Facebook page and share any ideas you would like covered in this segment. This is Gideon signing off, and remember, those who fail to learn from history are doomed. 
Hey, welcome back to WNRP. We are coming back to you live. Not live. Not live. Not live. <laughs> Not live. We'll yeah. We'll just keep that in there because that's fun. There you go. Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's talk about some updates with the regiment, if you don't mind. Um. So again, big shout out to Kaji, uh, and and uh, Miles Healy, um, second and third battalion majors, um, and Drew. I don't know. I think Drew's doing uh, what he can, but uh, Miles and Kaji have really been uh, uh, pumping it up so much so that uh, I got a message the other day. They're like, "Hey." Fourth uh, Battalion, uh, first company's ready to go, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so, well, so now we they're have... saying, like, hey, we got done with all the missions. Give <laughs> us more missions. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to work on that. And um, I think uh, with the addition of a tenth company, I think uh, we're going to do a little. We're going to give me myself some time to come up with the next leg of the mission. And I have the framework, but it's not all done yet. But uh, I think a little friendly interregimental competition would be a fun thing to do. So um, in the next week or so, I think I'm going to do up a bracket and uh, double elimination or single elimination. I don't know which way we're going to go, but... Uh, We'll uh, we'll see uh, who gets top dog bragging rights in the regiment. We might uh, pit company versus company and uh, see how they fare. I went through the roster the other day briefly, and all the companies, there's a couple of situations where they're a little outweighed. Um, they're a little heavier and a little better tech. A little tipsy. Slightly. First Battalion uh, is going to be or uh, everybody in first battalion is going to have uh, some work cut out for them, but uh, we'll we'll figure a way around that either up up or down BVs or something like that. Um, but I think it'd be fun just to have a little friendly competition while I while I finish off the next leg of the the storyline. Have their own version of the proving grounds. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I love that. Uh, the other side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. That's good lore. If um, if you guys are looking for um, something to read on Wall Street goons, that was Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Yeah. Wolfpack. So. Reference yeah. to the proving grounds, uh, like elemental so. side of uh, hauled out carcasses of mechs. Mm-hmm. Being ambush. Good stuff. So, uh, but. Uh, for our the fourth battalion first company is uh promptly named jaeger company which <laughs> i think is a very cool name uh, much better than be, their drink should I be bet, jaegermeister as a company I, I bet i was just gonna say i bet you they have a drink <laughs> <laughs> a little deer blood in it uh but yeah they've been uh they've got some active members on there and i think they've been kind of running some Getting, uh, I think one of the biggest things is everyone is getting caught up to speed on Mega Mech. Uh, the coronavirus is obviously helping out with that. Uh, <laughs> so, and uh, hell of a good job on everybody's part of helping out people to get them up to speed and providing just really good people to work with on being facilitators. That's, that's yeah, 
helped it a lot. Even even me. Yeah, we've we've said that time and again. If you stumble across the podcast, um, join the Facebook group. Uh, we've got some topic uh, main topic things. Hit the Discord thing. Jump on Discord. We have the greatest group of BattleTech players uh, across the world that I've ever had the pleasure of dealing with. And ever. if you don't know Mega Mech, don't worry about it. We have fantastic people who will walk you through how to get it up, how to get it going, and and start enjoying um, BattleTech as best you can while you social distance yourself. So um, <laughs> just just to tell you how awesome the Discord channel is right now, we have over 180 people in, in the WolfNet Discord. Um, and and right now... Active twenty four seven. Yep, it is. There is not an hour of the day where you can't you can't jump in on a conversation. And if uh, you're the you're the nervous type, be like, hey, hey, you, this is me. I'm uh, I'm new to this. How does this work? Uh, can you help me out? And hey, what do you like? Start a conversation, break the ice, get involved. I mean, <clears throat> I'm, everyone I'm, here is super looking forward to new players getting in the game, uh, getting you into a unit. Um, everyone has latched onto their unit, like really, <laughs> they're taking it really seriously. And that's a great thing. Which is because, awesome. Which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, Each, we need more APCs. Like, <laughs> and it, it goes all the way down to the Lance level. Like, um, so, uh, like I said, hit up, um, uh, I would say hit up myself, but I've been <laughs> busy, but I'm trying to get back on, uh, regularly, but, uh, Kaji, um, Gold Bishop. Miles Healy, Sharn is uh, is um, becoming quite the the uh, facilitator. Um, right. right now, there's one, there's eleven people right now in the general voice chat having a blast. I guarantee you, they're either doing like oh, Irby, 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 the, the Irby Irby Irby. Right yeah. <laughs> so we had to turn down their invite tonight <laughs> just to record, which is. It's- yeah, Sad. it looks like a wild time, and I can tell. I I can just tell you, every guy in here, every guy and gal, is awesome. They they have a great sense of humor. Um, they're super knowledgeable. They're very willing to help anyone who wants to get into Mega Mech or BattleTech or anything, uh, BattleTech related. Um, and they're willing to challenge you too, like help you out, get you started, and then give uh-huh. you a little bit of you know, run you through your paces of. Getting you up to speed, helping you out, learning oh, yeah. There's... new methods. And, you know, there have been a few challenges, but they haven't really been solid. So we're kind of looking for some of those challenges, too, of like one-on-one combat for fun. But, and the great thing is, is they're not going to coddle you. Like, they'll teach you the game. They'll teach you the tactics. But then <laughs> game on. it's game on after that. So it, it's friendly competition. It's just a great resource. Um, I'm just every day. I think there's two or three more people that join and it's just, it's just fantastic. Um, so if you're stuck at home folks, yeah, you, you know, free downloads. Yep. All Mega takes Mega is free. Time. Just let the computer run. And there are several servers dedicated to running these. Yeah. It's, it has, it has <laughs> to put it mildly, blown the fuck up (laughs) it is it is uh pretty awesome 
to sit back and think like we were just excited that 12 people joined the Facebook page <laughs> or Discord. <laughs> and now we're way past that. So, and, and I just love the fact that we've been able to keep our, you know, our mottos and our temperaments and our, you know, <laughs> we've just been great. Like, it's just, it's just been fantastic. When I, I feel like I'd be remiss not to mention, you, you brought up Sharn, and last night uh, he and Gold Bishop were helping me out with uh, Bravo Company's mission, and I just Sharn, I feel for you. Um, he he did everything right. He had the uh, Night Sky that's got triple strength Mimer. He he got himself nice. up to nine heat. He charged at me completely. Did everything perfect. And first weapons fire, I took off his leg. Oh, so, no, no. so he didn't get to do anything. Oh, and, no. and I promptly just moved on and left him laying there because I knew I could just come back whenever he wasn't going anywhere. So, oh. I, Sharn, I appreciate you. You know, the, 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 the random number generator hated him, absolutely hated him last night. So. Maximum disrespect. <laughs> Shot horrible. his leg off and stepped <laughs> over his corpse. <laughs> I'll finish with you later. <laughs> hey, Gideon. Hey, uh, save you for last. That, a, uh, that was one of the tactics you could use in the com old computer game in Mercenaries, where you were, when you went for your next... Uh, Leg them. You just leg them, and then you go to the next mech, and you attack them in the leg until you take their leg off, and you go to the next, and then you can get your three uh, kills right there and go back to each of them and pop them in the head. <laughs> yeah. Sad. If, if only I could have meant to do it, but it was just <laughs> total luck. I, I, I had four weapons hit, and three of them hit him in the left leg, and then... Uh, and then I took the uh, I took Gold Bishop's Jenner, his left leg, and then I took the quick the the quick draws left leg. I was taking all the left legs last night. Yeah, to change your Rolling colors. Lots of nines. Lots yeah, of all nines. nines. I I could never do that if it was live, but Jeez. on Mega Mech, everything is possible. <laughs> what what is that? Computer hates you. <laughs> yeah, horror is in your favor. Well, I feel like it's payback because last time I tried to help somebody else out playing out four, I lost two mechs to headshots in two turns. So I kind of, I feel like it just kind of, just is my turn to shine. You know what would be a good call sign for you now? The ball and chain. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> Take leg off. What about drumstick? Oop, there you yeah, go. That works too. <laughs> just call him Bob. Bob. <laughs> Sharn's oh. new nickname is Bob. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know, to to there uh, last week we I I was you guys were all busy and it, not all of you, but you know, people to explain to the listeners, you know, we're regular silly, you know, people, folk who just have regular day jobs. <clears throat> we're nothing special, and we just happened to join in the fun and start a podcast. And had to drag him kicking and screaming. I was gonna say it. You beat me to it. <laughs> kicking and I was, screaming. I wasn't even gonna mention that. Uh, Aaron's got to get his digs where he can. Uh, but uh, uh, the last game we played um, with the regiment, uh, 
I happened to show up and the guys were excited to do something and they threw a, a scenario together for fun. We just went uh, uh, five on five and just broke up the, the BB2. And yeah, Sharn was going to totally triple strength my armor, hack somebody in the back of the head. And everybody has that problem where the phase changes in Mega Mech and they click too fast. The dumb oh, no. <laughs> and then boom, he was turned around in the wrong way. Oh no! So he had uh, he had his face to the giant level six canyon instead of cleaving somebody in the back of the head. Shard's new nickname is Missed Opportunity Mo for sure. <laughs> 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 sure. Missed Opportunity of Execution. <laughs> all been there. I mean, I I can't tell you how many times I've. <laughs> you know, go the wrong hex side just by a, a misclick because it's so it's so easy and complacent with the mouse and ding, ding, yeah. Oh, 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 I missed my whole weapons phase. Like, if anybody from Mega Mech is listening, if you could make the font on the buttons a little bigger, <laughs> you getting old, Aaron? I'm getting old. Be my bifocals. But hey, no, uh, it's Mega Mech is a great resource. It is. I mean, it, it's almost too easy to play Battletech, classic Battletech. Tell you what, if you want a learning uh, format, Mega Mech is a great learning format for classic Battletech. Yeah. It's kinda... it's... Yeah. Well, explain it. Go ahead. Well, it, I mean, you're not, you're not doing the math. Yeah. The math is a big part in, in classic Battletech. Um, you're not going to really learn the, the, the critical or the hit chart. Um Learn the phases. Yeah, it's 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 an easy way to play classic battletech. It's it's the only way I know how to play a company versus a company of mechs in classic battletech and be under a day. <laughs> yeah. So oh, it it's a great resource. Go check it out. Uh, Megamech.com. Make sure you get the latest. No, no, no it's not .com. Make sure you anyway, get the latest update of it. You can type in Google. Mega Mech, and it'll take you right there. I think we're on version, stable version of 4.6.0, yeah. yeah. dot org. There you go. And it's Mech with a K. Yep. Mech mm. with a K. Big K. Good call. Mech K. But yeah, uh, if, if you do have the chance, and obviously a few more people are listening to us, I guess. <laughs> wow. Uh, big checks. You know, so another thing, too, we were just told, or I just got an email here from uh, Catalyst to letting us know that we could, as agents, host and run um, events through Mega Mech as well. So, really? Yeah, which I thought was was That's a nice, neat. nice change. It's I'm not a big fan of it. I, I <clears throat> listen to the show. I, I'm a big fan of getting together at the table and rolling dice, but in the world that we are in right now, I, I can understand the, the reasoning for it. So, um, best. yeah, well, it just, I think, well, you know, if I can find some time, I, I, I'm two days into a new job. So we're, we're getting a swing of things and trying to understand all of the things that are going on. So I'm a little tapped at the moment, but uh, I'm hoping that we can host a game or four here sooner rather than later and 
Well, it usually ends up with I'm, all of us in tears because we're laughing well, so hard. In, so. It's, in, in a way, it's kind of cheating now, right? Because, you know, in a lot of ways, I have a captive audience. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you just Wait, go to Mega Mech and say, hey, we're Wait, playing tonight. And then you got to figure out how to accommodate 32 people it's, <laughs> yeah it, 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 um, it's interesting usually there's about 10 usually there's about yeah. 10 still yeah, 10, 10 to 15 that's still quite a few people to, <laughs> to to accommodate and make it all work so well one and like it was mentioned we do have more uh we do have more people you and know servers. having having white fox on last last episode really drew in a lot of people so that was yeah that was good it's, Tech, and you know, those, those were awesome stories too of um, how people got into BattleTech. Because if, if if you guys want to share your introductions to BattleTech, um, how you got into it, send those to the Facebook page. I mean, you will be surprised who you run into who's like ten miles down the road, and also wanting to get into or has been into and being more more active again since the Kickstarter started, since the new box sets are coming out again. You never know who you're going to run into. Just like Aaron and I. Hey, uh, you guys uh, you guys play Battletech? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> that was Let a weird moment. Out my case minis. Like, that was a weird no. moment. <laughs> We're playing X-Wig and he's like, it's like, oh, just see, you got extra Battletech over there. I'm like, do you play Battletech? He's like, yeah. I'm like, don't screw around with me. Do you play Battletech? <laughs> I've got another friend that plays Battletech too. I'm like, shut the Who's front that? door. <laughs> and he's in the area. And he's in the area. <laughs> so, but yep, that's kind of where the regiment's at. And uh, uh, that's awesome. Now, uh, along with that, are you going to be general material? Oh, man, I don't know. Colonel. I, I suppose once you do dip into the 2nd Regiment, you kind of have to do take on a new title, don't you? <laughs> Does that mean the rest of us get promoted for no reason? Oh, I need know? colonels then, don't I? Screw up, move up. I mean, fuck up, move up. Is I suppose. I mean, well, I mean you, you, you could pull the Jamie Wolf and just stay <laughs> colonel. <laughs> I could. That's true. I could. It doesn't matter how tall you are. Right? Or how many regiments oh. you have. Oh, that's why I hit my stuff with my head on stuff at work because I'm too tall. I'll have to think about that one. Sad face. Well, you know what happens when you become a general? Every general that I've seen in my experience in the past has to have a, a pistol belt because they don't have to abide by the air 670-1 for uniforms. Okay. <laughs> what he said <laughs> <laughs> which means you can basically wear whatever the hell you want as long oh, as it's nice. considered a type of uniform don't worry so, i only salute you on the so uh, we, we might have to find like a wnrp dragoons type of pistol belt buckle ish well, dragoons tidy whities and uh pistol belt i'm, I'm good do, to go do you know why generals wear a pistol belt and I can say this. <laughs> no, no. And I can say this now because I'm retired, and I'm not under UCMJ action anymore. General wears a pistol belt because it's the only thing that people can hang on to while he's running. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that would fit my, that would fit me. I mean, you just 
have a point of elementals in front of my night wolf. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, for, for Aaron, it's not that he's running away. It's that we're trying to hold him back because the son of a bitch is trying to run into a stack of elementals. Don't go no. there. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a general. Oh, my God. Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> oh, well, you can tell I don't have a lot of weight because I ordered Tommy to come help me out. And he's like, nah, I'm going to go play around with this Daishi and freaking Thor over here in my, in my night gyre. That sounds like way more fun than helping me out with some elementals. It's about right. So moving along, um, now the original topic of this conversation wasn't the uh, the regiment update, but it was actually um, the regiment has been doing a very great job of um, posting on the Facebook page and whatever messenger their uh, rides for the regiment of WNRP colors on their miniature and. I just want to give a shout out to everybody and salute them for doing a great job on painting their miniatures in WNRP colors. It helps us, it helps you, and it looks beautiful. Um, great job out there, and keep sending those in. Oh, I do have a gauntlet to throw down, though. Get some beef? Get yep. some grade yep, A some beef. Iowa beef? I got some beef. Uh, I was scrolling Send through Battletech International the other day. And some guy had a gorgeously painted Thor. And it was like really dark gray or black legs and black trim in the arms and then white. And then it had orange highlights. And I was like, oh, nice W, nice Wolfnet ride. And then I read and it's like, this is my Firefox battalion or something. And I'm like, nope, nope, can't be having none of that. So if you guys ever see a Firefox guy out there. You you lay down the Wolfnet uh, hammer and you you tell them whose colors are truly theirs or something like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was wasn't paying attention. I was staring at something else. Oh, anyway, no, but you're right. Like the painting <laughs> that everyone's posting on Facebook is phenomenal. It is it is good work, guys. Those those and I love how everyone has their own interpretation of the the colors because um, we left that pretty wide open it's just like hey i know we gave some examples um and just kind of gave them the base colors but um we wanted I'm, that personality of their yeah own yeah i, I love care about I love, what people think i love the different combinations people are coming up with they look great they, they really do so keep love. those beautiful minis coming for for uh -huh. for wnrp i'm excited for hot sauce to post to post his stuff coming up here soon. The Shadow Cat. Yeah. Shh. The Shadow Cat with a Shh. I'm sorry. My bad. You let the you let the cat out of the bag. Hey. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That was so bad. <laughs> I thought I was only bad at jokes. Uh, I got dad jokes for days. Well, becoming a new general, you have to have a dry sense I do. Of humor. I do. I got to keep the morale up, you know? They're already getting feisty. So um, you're going to have to pick a general's assistant, too, because he's going to have to drag you out of everything now. Oh, that's always been Andrew. 
beer driver. That's why I got in trouble the last game because he decided to go away from me. He's supposed he's supposed no. to be right here. He was pushing the left flank like he was supposed to with me. <laughs> <laughs> then we had to collapse on the center. There's a marauder in the trees. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up on teaching the trade topic. Uh, since you uh, fans are kind of semi-stuck in your uh, residencies. If not, keep working hard because we love a good work ethic and I'm still working too, like most of most everybody else is. Hey, hey current update, I'm still working. Anybody else? Me. Work, working from home. I think everyone's working from home pretty much. I'm working from home, yeah. but uh, it... Uh... Kudos for working from home, you guys. I want to try that sometime. He <laughs> hard to do that as a mechanic. I don't know, man. I've been home during the weekend this weekend. I was like, I don't think I want to work from home. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say our wives are not looking much better after <laughs> stuck at home for two weeks. And I took the kids outside for two hours a day. We went down to the creek with uh, we got some little like waiters for them to go play in the water oh fun teaching them good skills outside how to take care of themselves and have fun and learn about nature get out of the house for a little while it's good stuff but anyways um teaching the trade stuck in your residency for weeks on end what do you guys use for your bases what do you like to do with your bases for miniatures go around the room uh i'll start um, I have been doing my own uh, my my own 350 unit that I came up with, um, and I've been te- I've been trying out ice with like snow, and it's it was just kind of like I, I did an oops, and I was like ah oh, how am I gonna cover this up? And then it just you know came and was like oh just paint the whole thing. I watched a YouTube video. This is when you guys were talking about your um, contrast paints. And mm-hmm. I saw a guy do like ice or, or ice and frost kind of a, on a mini. I was like, oh, that that would be pretty cool. So I, I uh, took a bunch of uh, like off white and just globbed it onto the base. So when it dried, it had like a bumpy feel to it. And then I just took uh, blue, like ice blue, uh, ice electric blue and watered it down a lot and then just pooled it so it would pool in the the recesses and it it came out pretty well I, i'm pretty happy with it um i think they look pretty cool um i'm a big dry brush guy so i did the the snow with white dry brush on the legs and stuff like that but um i've gotten some some tips from uh Bruschito and some other guys so um, i'm gonna try that out hopefully when i got some extra time next yeah i'm uh i'm a big fan of the uh citadel technical paints for basing i use uh sterling mud and uh i gotta look at them because they got <laughs> crazy names agrellin earth this the uh sterling mud is super super thick like it's literally sand in paint um <laughs> but when it when it dries it gives a really nice dark color with a lot of texture to dry bra to dry brush on um so it doesn't take a whole lot of work and it looks pretty decent the uh agrellin earth uh it is more of a uh 
it's like has crackle media minutes so it'll break apart and kind of give it a desert look again oh. really easy then to uh dry brush to give some highlights but it starts off pretty light tan so i kind of got got away from it because i would have to uh paint it down in tone and then highlight it back up to get it to look really sandy um so that's kind of what i've been doing i've also been screwing around with uh trying to do uh cotton balls uh dyed with ink underneath my uh vtols to get kind of give them like a blown dirt and brush type look it's really really having a hard time with that so if anybody in the group out there has some good tips on <laughs> how to make that look cool put them on the facebook page I would that would be it. really cool though that would be neat. Like it's it's just taking off and the dust is blown away. That would look really cool. Yeah, because I I'm run, I'm I'm do I got a couple rip, uh, ripper uh, VTOLs, and the way that the mini looks, they are like literally like a centimeter off the base. Um, they're not like other VTOLs where they're on a, on the metal stick. So, been trying it with those, and it kind of looks cool, kinda. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna try picture. and, I was gonna try and do that with my some of my hovercraft that I'm gonna be doing here in a little bit. Ooh, yeah. Oh, so that would look Rick, good too. you were, uh, you were also trying to figure out the uh, rotors, helicopter rotor. Oh yeah, I, uh, I gave up on that when I realized <laughs> that any amount of glue was just gonna rip the paint right off. So um, I'm just gonna just do that? just rotors, not, not the plastic and the rotors. Good um, thing you that, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you gave me. You, you just said just test it, take a day, figure it out, and I'm glad. Otherwise, I would have uh, ended up ripping all the paint off everything I have. Um, so I, I've kind of just settled on uh, uh, filling the hole in the uh, in the V toll where the rotor goes in with uh, some poster tack, so I can stick the rotors on when I need to and uh, take them off when, like, I'm going to transport them or something like that. Because yeah rotors on on these uh pewter minis are notorious for not holding up so yeah yeah gonna try that for as long as i can anyway now andrew you're talking about hovercraft sure uh yeah i've <laughs> i found uh these clear bases that i've kind of taken to using for my vehicles and things it's uh Kind of a shortcut not have to do bases. <laughs> beautiful from uh, Lico. Those are beautiful. They <laughs> just show the terrain underneath. <laughs> yeah. Done. Done, right? <laughs> um, but as of late, with the mechs and stuff that I've been doing, you know, the various different mech designs that we have, now they'll either not have that, you know, the mini hex base or the circle underneath the feet. So trying to build up the uh the base you know with the lip or anything like that i've uh i tried um some loctite um epoxy you know two-part epoxy you mix that to try and fill in the bases wasn't really half that that didn't work that well um i've got some green stuff i've done that uh for bases but the thing that i've settled on um as of late for filling bases is mill putt and the key to mill putt and I think even with green stuff too is, is using a little water makes it a lot more pliable, a lot easier to, to, to uh, really get the bases filled in. Um, and then if you get it filled in, 
you can actually sculpt if you want um, different things into the base. And then when you paint, you can highlight, highlight those things. So otherwise I'm using, you know, Elmer's glue and sand to, to get various different um, textures on the base. Um, flocking agents that a lot of model railroad things will use. Um, my, for whatever reason, my kids are constantly bringing rocks to the house. So <laughs> Mine too. go through, go through and find some little rocks and that kind of stuff that you can glue to the base and then build, build around that. Um, yeah, the basing can be <laughs> as, as intricate and detailed as, as painting the damn mech, depending upon how much time you want to spend on it. So last year, uh, Gen Con, we had, uh, Seneca show up with some awesome, uh, fill base ideas of almost like a a swamp type liquid clear green type of additive or filler. Oh, yeah, those work pretty tight. And it had a bit of a rounded rounded texture, uh, rounded base of earth underneath to simulate like a a bit of a mud bog. And then the clear liquid sealed would be over top in green. And it, it had depth. And that looked just fantastic. And it would get deeper and murkier as the terrain cascaded down towards the corners of the hex inside. And that was really sweet to see an example of that. Those are, those are awesome. Another thing that I ran across here the other day, um, Spiky Bits um, has a YouTube channel. Um, and he was talking about alternative um, transportation uh, for miniatures. And he was uh, had a nice little YouTube video. I'll see if I can find it back and post it to the Facebook page. Um, I ordered I, I ordered the stuff just to try it, but he's actually has um, peel and stick magnets that you can actually cut to sizes. So you can stick that to the bottom of your base, and then you can buy um, through Amazon um, sheets of metal, you know, just real thin metal that you can cut and put that in the bottom of containers, and then put your miniatures with the magnet on. They don't move. <laughs> Once you stick it in the bottom of that thing, they don't move. You don't need the, the um, foam. foam around it. You don't need any real protected if you want, but... I found that to be a really neat idea. Um, so it's just like an empty case box. Yeah, with, with a metal base, and you just put magnets on the bottom of the mechs, stick them in, and they don't move. They're like standing in formation in the box. That yeah. is badass. I love and it. It was like, I think it was 20 bucks for 12, basically shoebox-sized um, totes that were clear. Um, I think it was like 45 bucks for 12 totes, two sheets of metal and, um, four sheets of, of just, it's an eight and a half by 11 stick on magnet piece that you can cut with a scissors to, to fit to size. So with the bases that I've been using as of late, they aren't full bases on the bottom side. They've just got an X. So I can cut that that filler out and actually embed the the magnet on the inside, so you don't even see it. So I'm going to give that a try and and see how well that works. Um, right. I'm going to interject. Yeah. yeah, 
Here's a new thing we're going to start with Facebook page. Send us images of your miniature case. Show off your mini case with minis in it. That's I, I, I've done that before with picking up like a Pelican case for like used, banged up, 30 bucks, whatever. Best thing I've ever invested in is I picked up three or four or five, six of them. And then, you know, give them to buddies too who, who need them uh, for the same, same price I pick them up. Used Pelican cases, storm cases. Show us, send us your images of your mini case. Show us what you got. It's, it's <laughs> the, kind of fun. The good and the bad. The organized <laughs> and the the shoebox. <laughs> or the miniature I, I, case that's just a pile of miniatures <laughs> that ends up happening at OCX Games and Comics. Occasionally. Hey, mine is very organized now. <laughs> I, yeah, it's been fun, too. Cause you now, should have seen wow. it before, though. Aaron's was, Aaron's been uh hey Matt, you've got six cases and we need to get organized here. Can you get down to one? I'm like I, I don't know. I need to bring I need to bring this. I need to bring <laughs> I need to bring this. <laughs> yeah, I Thursday night Battletech rolls up. Tommy brings in a freaking matched luggage set of <laughs> a tool case. Oh yeah. And and a, an entire eighteen foot table is covered on both sides of Matt's Pelican cases, opened. All opened. He's using six mechs, and he's got them all opened. Yeah, it takes me three trips to bring because <laughs> I'm still waiting to figure out how to organize. It's because I keep painting and then re reorganizing. It's, it's terrible. Posted. <laughs> yep, post those to the Facebook page. We'd love to see them. I, and, I, cr I created the header, so post, post your stuff. Nice. Now, moving on, who's got another base? I have, um, when we started doing the cadet miniatures, or correction, the cadet event, uh, when I started doing my set of cadet, cadet miniatures, I went with um, a little bit of a flock of grass and uh, some stone. And then, and I thought, well, I picked up some snow and I'll try some snow flock. And then I did um, combinations of, uh, rock snow and those turned out pretty cool for uh, some of my bases. I don't I really don't do a whole lot with bases. I probably need to, but with time and efficiency of getting things rolling, I just clear bases, baby. Clear bases. And I do, do <laughs> only for my for my hover tanks I do clear bases, that's it. And it's just done. Boom. See ya bye. Pro tip you cannot paint Green flock, white. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how many coats you put on there. It Oh, it still ends up a light shade of green. <laughs> it just doesn't you work. Here first, the colonel is out there behind the tent painting bases and grass white. It doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> all, all day, all day. He's painting grass <laughs> white. Uh, I just did some... Uh, um, I'll usually mount my miniature in the base and I'll uh, throw some stone at it and then throw some uh, snow or grass on it. And that's about it. I Which, to tell you the truth, your miniatures look way better than Tommy's because he still has not gotten around to basing his uh, Draconis Combine unit. Whoa, that's a Tommy shot of Tommy yeah. is still doing more practice <laughs> with painting the miniature in itself. And he has... He has developed his painting um, 
techniques tremendously. I'll give him. It, uh, it has gotten better. Doing a lot. Really, he's he's painting like two and three colors now. That was that and was that was good. almost the Guardians of the Galaxy two. Tommy, look out! <laughs> <laughs> it his Dracotas combine unit looks like the Fed. Like his unit just got into the paint booth. And the Fed Sun showed up, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta go because there's just red <laughs> all on the bottom." Yes, I agree. I uh, <laughs> it's, to figure out. it's very lifelike. It's good. His, his unit has a story. Well, I'm trying to figure out how uh, what basing technique I'm going to go with because I saw some on YouTube from Camo Specs uh, of how to do basing with. Uh, Glue and spackle and oh yeah, modeling sand or something like that. There's tons of different ways. Hey, an easy, a really easy way, Tommy, is take Elmer's glue and sand and just mix it up. You it turns into almost like a spackle paste that you can just take a a, a really small toothbrush. Uh, Spatula, popsicle stick. popsicle stick. There you go. Thank you, and and just put that in and work it into the, the creases, and it fills. It's a really easy way to do it. Yeah, and it gives and it gives you a good texture to paint, do a wash, and do a dry brush, and it looks really good. And and that's exactly what I was going to do, and 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 that was looking pretty cool to me. Uh, besides that, there is a few spots where I kind of want to keep the red on the bottom. Do it. Cause there's this one where he just, he did not glue right. And he looks like he just face planted. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The Kage! Open. Kage! And then I got another Kage unit that I couldn't get him on the little, hey! uh, with his wings up. So I <laughs> I honest to God, said fuck it, and I just put it up without the guy, so it looks. And so I bent the, uh, the paper clip. I, the paper clip <laughs> I added to it. I glued it, and then I kind of like swirled it around, so it looked like it was kind of going out of control without a guy on it. <laughs> and even in special operations, accident yeah. and fuck ups do happen. So, so, so that's I, that. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I'm I gonna, did. I'm gonna fill I, in I did find that kage that i threw across the room kage! And, uh, <laughs> i need to paint them because i'm going to throw them in the onager's claws uh oh that would be cool yeah and glue them in the claws so so has anybody else had the thought or the idea um for the battle armor that are jumping uh, right around the uh specifically with the kage because it comes with the sprue kage! but i've mounted but i've mounted um some raiden armor um jumping I've done some other things with uh, purifiers, whatever. The next set that I'm going to do, I'm actually going to try and paint that stem that comes out of the backside uh, as if it were flame and then try and do what uh, uh, Dirks was talking about with a cotton ball at the bottom of it to try and give it some, you know, hey, you just took off type of thing. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull it off or not, but I'm going to give it a shot and see what happens. Yeah, Try that's it. what it look, kind, kind of looks like. Because I have, like, one unit has uh, three Kage that are on a paperclip stem. And then the other one has... So, 
So are you guys all are you guys mounting multiple battle armor on a hex? Yes. You are I, okay. I've mounted one, two, or one, three, five elementals or gnomes on hexes or penny hex. Okay. It depends on how big they are and how lazy I'm not being, I guess. And or infantry, because you've done like five infantry or one infantry. It just, it's kind of personal preference. Like, yeah, I mean, you do, sometimes you want to do like the minimum necessary to like, this is an infantry unit uh, on a hex of just one. Or, you know, it depends on your cost effectiveness too. Like if you're, if you're pushing pennies, that's fine. I've been there. Just do one. Or if you want to do three, or if you want to do five, like in a or four in a uh, squad, where it gives some kind of like you know one lazy guy in the rear, and obviously your leader in the middle, and then some um, geardos in the front, ready to like take down everything. It's it you can have some personality, and that goes into our next topic too, which we'll just include with this is giving your miniatures personality of uh, character call signs, hot sauce, crush BA, stomping, hover tanks, ramming speed, what checkpoint? I For me with the battle armor, it's like, what what looks good? I mean, you have the, the mini there and you have the base and you're like, okay, I can either shove all five of them on there, but it's going to look <laughs> really crowded and not I mean, realistic, I guess. Yeah, five um, five gnome elementals on a hex look like uh, walls. Get out of my way! Get out of my way! Move <laughs> shoulder to shoulder, and that's it. Yeah, All I see is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Those damn things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> we got time to get three beers, and then the planet's exploding. They do look yeah. like that. That's Maybe cool. I get out my towel. <laughs> Your towel. <laughs> When it went for uh, for my battle armor, um, I'm only putting one because I decided to. It'd be really smart to modify existing battle armor to make it into the battle armor that I want. And anybody listening, do not modify battle armor. <laughs> <laughs> it is the biggest pain. Like, like you, know, you know, like do not, like do not follow. Do not follow. I say, yeah, do not follow me. I'm. I'm going right off the cliff. Right side checkpoint. <laughs> I'm off the cliff because like, I'm stuck in a box. <laughs> cut, cutting an arm off a mech and putting a different arm on, pinning and all that. I was like, yeah, that's easy. I can do that. Yeah, f that. But trying to do that on <laughs> battle armor size. Oh man, you need trifles. Painful. Absolutely you need painful. Like Sixteen time zoom for that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to modify two for my two different points and I'm going to call it a day because yeah. And from now on, I'm just going to proxy just straight up proxy. Hmm. Um, as for like adding character and stuff like that, um, I, I love like Matt does this a lot. He adds like battle armor onto like his vehicles or, uh, mechs. I planned um, to, to have a couple dashers with BA on them. Like yeah. full five, like a full point of elementals on a couple of dashers yet. That's my dream. It, it and, just adds a an extra little <laughs> flair to everything. It, flair. It, yeah, it makes it look personal. Twenty five pieces of flair. Twenty five pieces of flair. <laughs> the minimum. 
The minimum. The minimum. I'm just doing the minimum. What's that, what's, hey, Farber, what's that place with a lot of shit on the walls and stuff on their vests? Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Ooh. That's like movie line tonight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just, just little things like that. I think it really adds a lot. I mean, I wouldn't do it to every piece in your army. No. Um, There's got to be some generics or cadets. I think that's that's where people can go too far. Just add it to like a you know, add some some character to a couple pieces, not all of them, because um, then it looks just forced, and it doesn't make that piece stand out. Uh, but for like de- decals and um, special you know little sayings and stuff like that, I think it's always good to do it in moderation. Don't do it to every single mech in your army, um, otherwise it, it just gets lost. And then um, right, you're some some tips for that of like your uh, point commanders, star commanders, lance commanders. Um, what's the inner sphere variant? Company commanders, like yeah. those type your of captains, your majors. Um, <clears throat> um, do something I'm special here, with them, but thunder here right now in my house, so it's about to get real. Um, now, now, my question is: Do you guys have any concerns over adding bulk to the mini, uh, changing how things will work in Alpha Strike? Since in Alpha Strike, it's basic—I mean, it's a pretty much if you can see the mech, you can see the mech. That's a good point with like partial cover, right? You know, if you like some some people like with their bases, they like to really build stuff up underneath the miniature. Well, now all of a sudden, your mech is an extra quarter inch tall. Are you, you know, because because that always goes through my head when I'm looking at doing that stuff. Well, and that's something too that we've been I've been talking about a little bit with um, Marv because one of the units that I have in his 350 is um, one of the limited editions that's jumping. So the question becomes then is <clears throat> how do you determine line of sight for that? Right. If I'm going to repose a mech and put him jumping, how do we do line of sight of that? And, you know, the way I'm looking at it is, is you, you're going to treat it as if it's standing. Right. And from knees down or whatever is, is what you're going to try and determine line of sight. So I like the, I, I, Battletech has suffered, in my opinion, a little bit with the miniatures because they, are so static there there's not a lot of oh uh, what's the what's the word i'm looking for um, dynamic poses thank you very much god it's like it's like people can read my brain dynamic poses there's just there there aren't a lot there aren't a lot of dynamic poses and in, in those that go through and mod and try and get that done i think those are fantastic pieces and it, it brings the eye to the table more because everything's so static so those dynamic pieces really do stand out and i don't want to discourage that but at the same time you don't want to have your whole 350 just be uh we need to make you know here are the rules for all of the pieces in my list of determining line of sight so it's is it the rule in alpha strike where it's based on line of sight, or does it still follow the the guidelines of of the, you know, those little 
because they, they have the templates for well, height template, in Alpha those Strike. Template, those templates are made by Litco, so they're not technically no, uh, but they're in the in the Alpha Strike Commanders book. There is templates. Right, the, uh, the, you can... the way it reads is two thirds, right? So it is, it is truly line of sight, which is why I bought that periscope. <laughs> so, oh, it, I got you. It it is truly about from line of sight to the mech to what you're shooting. What can you see? So, for those that are in a dynamic pose, say they're jumping, how? What is the rule that we're going to do to say? You know, this mech is in a jumping pose and he's behind a level one hill and you're on a level two, where does your eyesight hit? If you can see below the waist, well, that's not partial cover at that point, right? So what is the standing rule verbatim if we have there it? isn't one. Yeah. Okay. It's I guess it's one of those where you just have to categorize so it at the beginning of the game. We're talking two thirds earlier of it, it comes down to opinion or personal. Or, you know what's nice to have at the game shop? A third person to be a judge occasionally. Yeah. Well, we, it's oh, like, you can always roll dice too, right? Yes, yeah, you I can mean, always roll dice. Ex exactly. You know, one through three, yes. One, uh, four through six, no. Yep. Or I always and, do odd and even too. And <laughs> yeah. if I can give another Whichever, example, yeah. please adopt that rule. Flip a coin. Flip a coin. Because it, it, it makes things go faster. It makes the game, and it, 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 it Disarms um, hostility, and it adds that still random capability. Yep. Hey, it's, it's, you are playing a war game, right? It yeah. is, in war, there are not clear cut rules. Should Things happens. are going to get messy. Things are not going to be clear, and instead of getting hung up on arguing about this, that, or the other thing, if you guys disagree, hey, odd yes, even no. Yep. Roll the Boom. dice and keep moving. It's a it's a great way to keep the game moving. De-escalation. Well, should we do our actual March uh, <laughs> lore uh, commercial? Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, lore master again. This will be God. double month in BattleTech history. These messages are brought to you by Bergen Industries, maker of the Executioner Omnimac, one of my favorites. Not being biased at all. On this installment of Wolfnet History Briefs. A man gambles everything in a desperate attempt to spare his brother. Hello Wolfnet, and welcome to this installment of Wolfnet History Briefs, where we look at what happened this month in the Battletech timeline. I'm Gideon, let's go. 14th of March, 3015, the New Delos system. Those of you who have been with us for a while may already know what this date means to the Dragoons. For everyone else... Allow me to share quite possibly the event which irrevocably changed Wolf's Dragoons and their mission to the Inner Sphere. We'll start with some background. Wolf's Dragoons were on subcontract to Anton Merrick from Maximilian Liao for the last year, propping up Anton's rebellion against his brother and Captain General of the Free Worlds League, Janos Merrick. Things were turning against Anton, and he ordered Colonel Jamie Wolf to put the Dragoons under direct control of his rebellion leaders. The Colonel knew this would turn his forces into sacrificial lambs on the battlefield to buy time for a doomed uprising and refused the order, citing a clause in the contract. Wolf took his forces and most of the unit's dependents out of the system to continue the hit-and-run tactics which had been successful against the Loyalists in the past. 
He left behind 28 staff and dependents, including the Dragoon's liaison officer and Jamie's brother, Major Joshua Wolf. To Anton's twisted mind, Jamie's refusal to become chattel was a sign of his disloyalty, and he had the 28 Dragoons on planet arrested, hoping to use them as leverage to force Jamie to comply with his wishes, which brings us to Joshua being brought before Anton on the 14th. Joshua was known to be a capable negotiator, and during his meeting with Anton, he decided to attempt what is known in poker as the Triple Barrel Bluff. He began by stating every one left behind was expendable to the Dragoons, and followed this up with a threat that the Dragoons would raise the planet now that it was clear Anton was willing to betray them. Finally, Joshua attacked the two guards who were escorting him, managing to disarm and shoot one. What would make Joshua go all in on this gamble? It had been assumed that he did not want to be used as a pawn against his own brother, but it was a closely guarded secret to anyone outside the unit that Jamie was married and had children. And his wife, Ellen, and two daughters, Bridget and Lynn, were among the hostages. Joshua had made the decision he would suffer whatever pain, torture, or even death to spare his brother the loss of his wife and daughters. Such a display may have been enough to cow Anton or make Joshua the sole target of any retribution, but Joshua had made a miscalculation. Anton wasn't the opponent he should have been worried about. Anton's aide, Vesser Christopher, was the real power in the room and shot Joshua dead on the spot. This single death may have been enough for Anton, but for Vesser, who, it turns out, was a Comstar operative with designs of his own, only the death of all the hostages would satisfy his mission, and he convinced Anton to do just that. Less than two weeks later, the Dragoons fell on New Delos with righteous fury, but Anton had hidden within his stronghold and set ablaze the drought-affected forests to his rear. This forced the Dragoons into a direct attack against Anton's walls and turrets, making it nearly impossible for Wolf to overcome the rebels. After three days of fruitless probing actions, the Colonel hot-dropped a company into the heart of the firestorm that used to be a forest. The captain of that company had been Joshua's lover, and she would have her vengeance when she crushed Anton under tons of rubble, effectively ending the Civil War. The woman who Joshua had known as Nada was no more. Somewhere in the literal crucible of that forest, that woman had melted away, leaving behind only the Black Widow. Anton had succumbed to the classic paranoia of a leader on the losing side. First, he began trusting his inner circle against any contradicting information from outside. Second, he began using contrived lose-lose situations to ascertain the loyalty of his troops. And finally, he underestimated the lengths the enemy would go to in order to see him removed. Do you want more discussion about lore? Join us on the WNRP Facebook page and share any ideas you would like covered in this segment. This is Gideon signing off, and remember, those who fail to learn from history are doomed. Welcome back, back to WNRP. We are talking about awesome stuff coming up these days. We have um, talking about uh, accessories with your Battletech uh, miniatures. Andrew, you have a uh, painting uh, miniature box that you were thinking about purchasing. Yeah, so I'm a sucker for Facebook 
um, advertising, I guess. No. Um, <laughs> it, it, it knows you better than you know yourself. You, you know, it, it just it sucks. But I was scrolling through here <laughs> yesterday, today. I want it. One of these days. And Frontier Wargaming makes a what they're, they're calling a paint case. And nice. I started taking a look at it in... <laughs> when I was living in my little two-bedroom apartment with my wife, and she found out that I had this this little hobby called BattleTech, and <laughs> you had to have it more talk. or less kind of took over the apartment, if you will. You know, one of the things that that was promised when we moved into this house in 2011 was I won't have BattleTech in the kitchen. <laughs> well. I, I have BattleTech in the kitchen, and it, it, it kind of takes up a, a, a quarter of the kitchen and table. And the TV room, and in the office, and in the bathroom. It's, <laughs> my office is a disaster. It's just fucking everywhere. I um, still have a mini case on. I still have a mini case on the on the counter yet. So I've I've been I've been trying really really hard to figure out a way because for whatever reason my my wife likes to have me around, right? I, I've got a basement, and I've got a place that I could get set up to have a really, really nice permanent paint station. It's all about but size. She doesn't want me to be downstairs all the time, right? So it forces me to be at the kitchen table. And unfortunately, when you get into a project and you start working on things, those things aren't very easy to put away. So I'm trying to find a way to compartmentalize my projects and be able to set up and tear down quickly uh, at the table in long story short led me to this paint box which I'm, I'm really excited about it, it it'll hold I think they said 96 bottles of Vallejo paint or 54 bottles of 96 bottles, bottles of Vallejo on the wall 96 yeah. bottles of Vallejo so Take one down, it pass comes it with a little little led light everything so it, it's truly a portable paint station that you could take to your game store or you know on the road if, if you're going to be on an extended vacation whatever um ideally for me it, it's really just about home and being able to pack the stuff up and, and get it off the table so um may i interject one second yeah go ahead during the winter time, always make sure you take your paint case in the house and not leave Ooh, it in the garage. No. <laughs> I, I, I haven't make, made the mistake yet. If you're traveling or going to travel, never leave your paint case in a freezable possibility in your vehicle. Always take it in the house or, or, a, house or a, a business. Never Dude. leave your paints in the vehicle. When I travel, even my miniatures, if I travel, like when we go to Iowa and I'm going to go to the store, my miniatures don't stay in the car. Whether it's hot or cold, I bring everything in to bring everything back out again just because. We're talking it, about uh, expansion and contraction, baby. Yeah. I don't want to have that happen. I spent way too it's much time. big. Shovel fucking up. paint on there. <laughs> Unless you're looking for a reason to buy new paints, then yeah, don't do that. Oh, uh, if if you're worried about if you're worried about uh, COVID COVID nineteen, you can go ahead and repaint all your miniatures right now. And uh, if you're not if you're not worried about your disease control with your miniatures, go ahead and clear seal it and let the next guy worry about it when you sell it to him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeez. <laughs> I, I had to throw that in there. It was, it was like a wild hair today when I was just thinking about that. Like, what else can I throw in the show notes? Like, oh, sealed disease in the paint scheme. No, can't happen. Like, I don't so, know, whatever. It'd be funny. So, so one of the fun things that, that I've had to have here is, I don't know about the rest of the world, but my kids ended up having a, a two-week um, spring break. And <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been interesting trying to keep everybody um, sane. And, you know, I'm happy to say that no one's died yet. Plenty um, of activities. But – the fun thing that I've had is, is both my kids, um, we've, we've played, uh, a lot of Zombicide and on yeah. the second side of that we've, the, the boy and I have played, um, three consecutive nights of Alpha Strike and it's been a lot of fun watching him starting to grasp, you know, two hit numbers. I don't really have to correct him a whole lot on that anymore. And and now he's starting to start to grasp tactics and positioning, and um, he's finding out what units he likes and what units he doesn't like. So uh, we got another we got another challenge tomorrow tomorrow as well. So and What's, I think my daughter my daughter's going to get in on that one tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. What, what may I ask? What are your kids leaning towards for units and affiliations? Just for fun. Um, my my boy is Kirita. Um, yeah, yeah. And Drink. my daughter, my daughter's Ghost Bear. Whoop, whoop. She likes she likes blue, so that, that's why she chose Ghost Bear. Wrong. Um, terrible father. <laughs> terrible father. <laughs> Wyatt Wyatt re, Wyatt's really liking um, the Tenshi and the Marksman M1 battle tank right now. Uh, the other shout stuff out, he's shout out for vehicle lovers. Yeah, he's 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 having a good time with that stuff. So, Exciting. and your daughter for units? Uh, she's her three fifty is uh, it's a ghost now, bear unit. But you said I wasn't gonna like this. It's it's fairly <laughs> light. It, it's it's a lighter unit, but I I did swap some stuff out. So, um, she has That's four okay. points of battle armor, which is yeah. a lot more than what I usually run. But the battle armor armor. that she has are 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 pretty. They should be a lot of fun. I've played her unit a couple of times. I think I played it against you guys once. Um, I played it one other time. Haven't lost with it yet. Um, It's it's an interesting it's an interesting unit in speed and versatility. Um, Yeah, they should love dashers and ba. Well, so it's a it's a vulture Mark III. Nice. A Kaharu, two Pumas, a Puma Prime and a Puma J. Yeah. Dasher, two Turs, a Hachiman, Elemental, Hachiman, Elemental, Clan Medium Battle Armor, uh, Rogue Bear, and Golem Battle Armor. Golem? I love it. Golem. We, we well, call actually, them. I, I actually love it. That's we exactly. Call them. That's following the that's following the rats and the super. And, and I did try and stay as much as I could. You know, units that were available to to Ghost Bear is, is how they how they came to pass in in this unit. Um, it's really versatile. Having all omnis um, makes it really interesting. The battle armor 
become interesting in, in that unit. Um, of course, the Golem are not, you, you cannot mount those on a mech because they're, they're not, they don't have the MEC special. So that's what the TURs are for. But <laughs> when you oh. start taking a TUR and drop those things off and you're throwing six <laughs> dice, um, <laughs> that gets fun. You just got owned, Matt. <laughs> Did I? Owned. I may have. Owned. What, what I happened? May have. I All it. games, null and void. I may have. <laughs> the, the golems. Well, no, I haven't been run golems at all. Gnome. Oh. Yeah, <clears throat> the golems you've ran are on your turrets. Never mind. No, I don't run golems because they're too heavy and they don't mount. Yeah, Suck they, it. Have to, it's a six. they have to, they have to be they have to go on a, on a <clears throat> transport. I run gnome, bear hunter, and uh, pulse laser. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. But that is that is a great that is a great cursor. Um, that's a great ad lib of know your units and what their capabilities are. I tell you what, those those two pumas together. They're, they're badass. Three, three, three. Yeah. Yeah, they are a badass little unit. And they're moving decent. Uh, uh, another another gem that I ran today that I was impressed with. Um, the Arctic Fox. Yes. Uh, Prime. No. Prime. Yeah, the Arctic Fox Prime. It's a five yeah. five zero. It is a twelve J for thirty five points. Granted, it's only a 4-2 armor structure, but throwing five dice out of that thing. So you give, sixes. You give, you give somebody, you know, other targets. Uh, he went down. He did die in the game today, but he he did his, he did some work. I was Good impressed. sacrifice. It's always for fun 35 when you point, trade. For 35 points, I was impressed. We trade pawn for pawn. That's fine. Or pawn for two pawn. <laughs> two pawn. Now the the thing I love, <laughs> I mean, the the fun part about your kids having Drax and Bears is they will always have a game to play. Yeah, not, their affiliation <laughs> will always play. <laughs> that's true. That's why we play if, nothing if, but lore in this house. <laughs> that's right. If 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 any of you fans are looking for affiliations. If you're looking for factions, if you're looking for something to run, you can always choose two different units or two factions that always will battle each other, like the rivalries. <laughs> what? You got Kirita, Fed Sons. You got Capellans and everybody. Um, Merrick <laughs> and Merrick. Um, Just Steiner. be a and... You'll always have a lore game. <laughs> who who runs? Uh, go ahead and continue uh, carrying on with this. Um, move into uh, this, and then the moving forward with the activity book. I want to reference something. Uh, uh, well, you can go into the activity book, or or no, yeah, the rivalries. Um, well, right. So yeah, Falcons and Steiner, uh, Steiner and Kirita. Yeah, Rassel has. Yeah, I mean, Stein, it depends on Stein, time Steiner period. and Merrick. I mean, right. everybody that has a border, right? I mean, yeah. if they Everyone's border each other, everyone. they're they're fighting. Falcons yeah, but, are Falcons will fight anyone, right? <laughs> uh, Capellans will f try and fight everyone. Um, 
Who are your guys' rivalries? Go through your lists. Whoever I'm paid to go after. That's... I'm a dragoon, so it, yeah. it don't matter. As long as the money's right. <laughs> you tell me to go take that, I'll go take that. I don't have a lot of love for Kirita. <laughs> Yay. If I had to pick a house, that would be my house, though. I, I do I do like... I, I studied a martial art for a number of years and, and found that there was some harmony there for myself. And... Um, Kirita, followed by Fed Sons. I hate the Lyrans. Not a fan of Merrick. Capellans are Capellans. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would go Kirita, then Fed Sons. Uh, I would be off in the periphery in some nation not yet named. That's where I would be at. It's tough out there, man. I do love those. those I do love those pictures of like homemade. Armor tanks or jeeps with a giant gun, and meanwhile in the periphery, <laughs> <laughs> those always bring a smile to my face. Wolverine, baby. <laughs> I'd probably go Fed Sons if I had to pick a, a house. Um, wolves in Exile are my clan, even though some people don't call them clan. Whatever. That's fair. Tommy's uh, Jade Pigeons and Kirita. Kirita. Yep. Matt's. I don't know who ghost, Matt's house is. Matt, what's your house? You're a ghost bear, but what would be your house? I don't have a house. Well, Ooh. if you had to pick one. He's strong. A, He's strong a, with the bear. I have a Merc unit. I have uh, 17th Recon. I have oh, Camachos, Camachos Caballeros. Okay. That's fair. Um, that is true. Boo. Why? You got to pick a house. He has a house. It's I'm a Jagoon, but I picked Fed Sons if I had to pick one. Like, if you had to pick one. You had to. Wolf's Jagoons. That's Merca. <laughs> You're Mark. nuts. There We're you connected go. to a car battery. Number one, what it house wouldn't, would you pick? <laughs> it for sure wouldn't be Lyran. I can it tell would you what be I, or wouldn't be? Wouldn't be. I can tell you what I wouldn't take. I wouldn't take Lyran. <laughs> okay. Wouldn't so take Capellan, a, wouldn't take I was just, just going to say, so you'd be a dirty Capellan? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have the... You could I, say Rasselhog. That is technically a house. I would probably be close to Rasselhog. Well, it's, it's a, a cop-out, but... <laughs> totally. It's, Why it's is it a cop-out? Because it's, it's Rasselhog Dominion. Right. Your ghost well, bear. Does, doesn't that make sense, then? <laughs> you're, you're picking yes, the same thing does. twice. <laughs> <laughs> Like if I said, well, I'm Kel Hounds and I'm that's, Wolf in Exile. It's like that pie graph like, where it's maybe like, like Aaron. It's like it's like this one's yellow, but then the rest uh, of it's yellow but in a different color, kind of a thing. So anyway. You okay. know, if I was gonna pick if I I really don't have a house. That's really fair. don't fine, you're Taryn Hegemony. Well, you know, <laughs> the filth, uh, the filth, but uh, SLDF, just, just go SLDF. <laughs> you can cover all the bases. <laughs> God. Okay. What's this about an activity book? I, you got it in the show notes here, but I don't even know what it is. So Ooh. apparently someone, someone had a, a couple posts on the Facebook page that, um, Catalyst Game Labs wants to put out an activity book that's like 56 pages of 
Mac illustrations done by some of the you know best best artists in the world, as far as I'm concerned, and also some mazes, puzzles, and activities. Oh, for kids? I, we, anybody? Yeah. I would be stuck at the table doing this for a couple oh, hours. Oh, that's sure. a fantastic idea. You know, and I it's think a print we on a, it's it's a it's a PDF you will POD. be able to download and print off what you want. And I, I remember having a like a podcast like probably six months or so ago about you know it'd be awesome is having <laughs> like a coloring book of bottle tech that would give us the ability to Somebody's be our nerd selves. Man. What other podcasts Sorry. are you on? <laughs> Why would they listen to pogues like us? <laughs> but even if they are, use this. Just Definitely take credit for it. No. <laughs> Just um, do it. I, I think it would be awesome to be painting an awesome. So kudos for catalyst game labs putting out an activity book for kids for intro and introduction of so Battletech. this is an actual thing then they're as they're working on it yeah. as far oh, as okay. i know okay. unless we that is super awesome because my kid my daughter and my son both love coloring so that right because be... i'm tired of printing off the tro oh my goodness <laughs> if i have to get asked dad print a picture off on the internet for me i'm like fine no not that one page 37 not that one, no, yeah. 38 no <laughs> Oh, that would be so cool. Do that, please, Catalyst. Do it soon. Especially with and all of our kids inside. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you got that right. Just Put a rush job on do, that right? one. The minis can wait. Do that. <laughs> and then do another one. And another one. And then do stickers. They could stickers. do faction. They could do faction activity books. Oh, that would be cool. Stickers with an S. Stickers. I'm fine with that. They, they waiting on the on the wave one and just push it back to the wave two and then do vehicle no, decals. No. That is no. not what we were talking about. <laughs> you jack wagon. We should do vehicle decals as well. Vehicle decals. And then I want to put a big move. decal on my house too. I couldn't get to the mute button fast enough on that one. <laughs> Boo, Tommy. Boo. Boo. Would, would, would you guys sit at the kitchen table and color in this coloring book after printing it off? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I'm already doing that with a, a couple of them. I put them on. I, gotta, I put. I, I gotta even test put out paint schemes. Yeah. True, right? <laughs> oh, that's a fantastic idea. When uh, you might when sell Ryan, the book to more adults than you do kids. No, no joke. When Ryan Peterson did his uh, executioner Kickstarter new new sculpt, I actually printed one off of the illustration and then colored it and then I, I put that some back right on my. Right on my kitchen. Uh, oh, that would be cool. Refrigerator. I, yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. Get on that catalyst. <laughs> Let's do that. I think that would be a fantastic idea. All right. Um, trivia. Who wants to not screw up trivia? I do not want to. <laughs> Aaron is not allowed. I am. I will refrain from speaking for the next minute. <laughs> it's a good question, though. It is no, a good you question. Failed. But, like, I think, though, you should. No, you, you, you spoke too much lore. You, you got lore. You too, much lore, lore too much lore. Too much lore. So there. it's either going to come lore. from Andrew or Tommy. Tommy. All right. One of you. No lore. One of you take. One of you take the trivia, and one of you take the bonus. Who likes bonus? Who's a? You're a coach. You like bonus. Andrew, Andrew's so, all about bonus. Tommy, Tommy, you can take the trivia. Wow. 
And then Andrew, you can take the bonus because you like sports. You're a coach, right? Sports I like, ball. I like I'm sports. a sports nerd. <laughs> Go for it, Tommy. All right. Let me uh you want me to forward you the Nope, I, I got it. <laughs> Shit, he doesn't have Sorry it. to put you on the spot. All right. Trivia question. And just to let everybody know, I do not know the answer. Uh, Make sure you who... stop reading. <laughs> he didn't put the answer on there. He learned. Yeah, it is. Oh, he it did. Is. Oh, oh yeah, down. Down. You guys got to look down. Trivia question is, who was the first mech warrior in Battletech history? Bonus. Yeah. The bonus question. This is This really isn't much of a bonus question. It's <gasps> kind of a given, but... What was the first battle mech unit and their first battle? The first battle, yes. First mech? No, the first mech that's... unit. No, first what was the battle name mech of unit. the first battle mech unit? And first when we say unit, unit, single. When we when we say unit, we mean what's the chassis? No, 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 no. no, no, no. What's no, not no. the what? battle mech? And... What is the name of the organization that had the first? Battle mech grouping. That's right. The first faction and unit nomenclature that actually had a lance. I'm yeah. going to point to the oh. show notes and say that you don't have the fucking correct answer then there, Jack. Oh. You got to go further down. The, I, the I will say oh, I am going. There it is. Okay. <laughs> there it is. Right. I am going through the chat, though, and Andrew, I do appreciate that picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, ladies and gentlemen, fans, listeners. It's not many times on a on a blue moon where I can I can uh, out 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 uh, out maneuver the rules guy. Or, he did. Uh, he out or out out maneuver the history guy. But I had I, I spent like an entire afternoon looking this up, and I you're might. gonna find some great lore when you look at Sarna.com like to see her lore. Dot net. Dot <laughs> <laughs> net. Thank you. Thank you, Charles Gideon. You're welcome. Sorry, you voted a lot of time son there. of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I had to get that one in there. <laughs> it's at the end of the episode. <laughs> I'm glad you guys stopped reading. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, they're actually, I, I was close when he asked me the other night. I was close. That's tough. I I didn't I did not know. And so, suddenly, hey, I I do have something though. The man upstairs, hard stop. Hard the stop. man upstairs, Mister Blaine Pardo, <gasps> gave me a little bit of tidbit that any day, any day oh, now, shh, shh. The, you. Uh, the the first book should be dropping. Oh, what? Yeah, first, first book. Any day, any you day here is first. the first. You book wait that, till that... the end of the episode to drop that bomb. Got to spring them along to the through the whole episode to make sure that they stick around for the whole thing. So, okay, there's the new title. Make sure you listen to the end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, hey, the, here's the deal, right? He doesn't promise anything. But I, I got from him. I chatted with him here the other day, and he said it should be any day. So, and this is the novella. Yeah, well, not the novella. The lead up to the novella. Okay, well, any it's, day. It's Wolf's Dragoons. It's lead all true. Yes, novella. that is that is very true. So you know what this means, Aaron. 
you got to get this episode out soon. Otherwise, I'm, this is going to turn into old news. <laughs> I'm going to have it out tomorrow. Oh, you are stud tomorrow. Are there any other, any other Battletech tabletop podcasts out there? There's very There's few. There's but, a couple. It's uh, getting more. If you are another tabletop Battletech podcast, contact us. Maybe we can do a joint podcast. <laughs> And get Enjoy. good. <laughs> Your Google search is stuck. <laughs> Calm down, Dirks. Calm down. It's just a friendly shot across the bow. It's just... You got a gun for the big boys. You better bring it. <laughs> oh... So, oh, ladies and gentlemen, of, uh, we're going to wish you a uh, shout out. Evening and a shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Damn it. I got a good one. You guys are going to be pissing. Then, then you can go first, then. We're going to be pissing? I, I do have to do that, but. Woonji Lao. Woonji Lao of 3rd Battalion Gamma Company. Giving him a shout out because he sent me some WNRP decals, baby. Oh, you! Oh, you got those? I did. Asshole! Freaking gorgeous! Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Share. He didn't send me enough to share. Oh, fine. Cancel that shout out. That shout out's getting edited right the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) That's mean. That was me, Tommy. <laughs> Just kidding. Everyone else enjoys free stuff that they've gotten. That's I my do. shout out. You guys so. get free stuff? Oh, I don't. <laughs> they do. <laughs> You're the general. Nobody fucking likes you. Nobody your likes me. Promotion is not oh, yet. Hey, do we want? Do we want to talk about? Order. Do we want to talk about yes. potentially yes. throwing out the idea that if if Gen Con is canceled, God, no. please don't no. let that happen. We don't want to talk about that yet. That's we don't, want, don't want to talk about it yet. Okay. Oh, too early. All right. Too early. Let's, I got let's you. get a little closer. All right. Because we have nothing set up. <laughs> I can make that happen, dude. I, I will move Partial. mountains and make that happen. Partial. Next episode, we'll we'll give it a month, and we'll give some April, May, June, July. That that should be good. Oh, right. get Sorry, I got loud. I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna Matt. throw out a weird, I'm gonna throw out a weird one there that uh, you're not be expecting. I have over the last couple months been uh, reading. Oh, saw your wife. She has to be wife. on the show. Saw our wife. wife. We saw wife. 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 Wife was on the show. Get her on. She's got to get a shout out. She went to the room, though. Oh. <laughs> Do the wife call. <laughs> hey, baby. No, I don't have a call for. I don't have a call. <laughs> Hey baby. Hey baby. <laughs> Usually like one of those like hand shoulder rubs. <laughs> My wife came in here twice and you guys didn't catch it. I don't oh, know how that happened. Yeah. Well it doesn't help she's wearing a black 
sweatshirt, black pants, and and she's coming like, through the doorway that's all fucking black. ninja. Like, brings you like drink. She she's she's uh, figured out where the the angle cuts off on the camera. Anyway, back on the ranch. So I have been reading um, for the past couple months. I've been reading the uh, German BattleTech series for Novacat Ghost Bear and Devil's Dense. The Bear Cycle, um, which there are no English versions. And I would love for there to be an English published version because I'm kind of tired of like using, having to use my computer to translate them in German to English. <laughs> half a page at a time. Um, <laughs> Andrew had his pen out. And I had to I know I did. I was playing with out. the Leatherman. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> the sixth uh, book series is, forgive me, uh, Spoken Sie Deutsch, nine. Katze Unter Beren, FanPro 2006, Clan Watcher, FanPro 2007, Mission Kiamba, FanPro 2007, Erster Contract, Ulysses 2013, and Waffen Farten, Ulysses 2014, and Riscante Ziele, Ulysses 2015. Forgive me for tearing those apart. So are you actually typing in each sentence in the translate so you can read that? I am translating half a page at a time to one-third a page at a time to read these. And Christ. two to three percent of the page does not translate to effective English. But they have been a very technical fun aspect of a Battletech storyline, fan-based, fan-pro. They're awesome because it talks about climbing into a mech as a bondsman from Novacat to Ghost Bear, putting the mech back together one coolant line at a time. I mean, it's, it's, it's very intricately technical. I love this side of the lore. And it, I think it should be expanded to everyone. <clears throat> um, so if, if I had something to nitpick and to request to the Battletech world, if there is fan-based lore storylines out there, get them published in anybody who requests it, may print on demand or... Um, a re-edited series that can be translated well. I would love to have the Bear Cycle series translated to English from Battletech. And um, I guarantee you, you would not be disappointed. Now, there are some romantic escapades in some of these, which are fun. But the biggest thing is the technical aspect of a mercenary from the devil's dense running from cover under machine gun fire, climbing up into a dasher that the dasher pilot just closed the hatch, forgot to dog it down, opened it up, you know, beat the crap out of him, took over the mech and then basically lost control, tumbling, critical hits, uh, falling down and then ejecting saying, 
lady, I'm sorry. And then pulling the ejection handles and then getting lost in the jungle to get picked up by the devil dens. Hey, this is fun stuff. And I think everybody should be able to read them no matter where they're at in the world. So if that could happen, that would be a cool, awesome thing. That's my shout out. Jerks. <laughs> um, well. <laughs> Sorry. Tommy. What come back yet? Nope. Tommy's pointing. <laughs> Somebody else. I saw a wife. Um. Oh. <laughs> hey, Stephanie. You're requested on the podcast <laughs> for an intro. Seriously. More of an outro. Outro. <laughs> <laughs> you may say whatever you want, whether it's good or bad. Oh, Yay. boy. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Hello. Stephanie. Hi, Hi, big. Hi. It's fun to see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> say hello to around 1,500 people. Oh, wow. <laughs> Everything he has said is absolutely true. Oh. That's your back. She doesn't even know what you said. That's awesome. I've heard some some podcasts, yes. I guess I, I do an ambush from time to time. I didn't know that. Oh, don't listen to this one then. <laughs> <laughs> My number one. Oh, yes. <laughs> a number one fan right there. <laughs> oh, we always like hearing from the, the, the ones who suffer the most in our Battletech hobby is the wise. Boy, you ain't kidding there. You ain't kidding there. Oh, <laughs> Thank so you for joining us. Thanks, yeah. Stephanie. Bye. 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 Thanks, Ann. Her name is Stephanie, right? Yay, that's two. Yeah. yeah we got it. Yeah, uh, my, we got three more to go. My shout out is to yeah. to uh, being able to paint up the. Hold on, start over, yeah. Tommy. I, I don't think I heard you. Oh, uh, my shout out is to Brashito. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. the secret. The, the secret. secret. I can't, can't keep a secret. Yeah, you can't keep a secret with I shit. Keep a secret. With <laughs> don't worry, bud. Matt already knows that I'm getting him and what he's getting, so. I can't wait to see what it looks like. Neither can I. Dirks, you ready yet? So it's still a secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my shout outs to uh, Mac Kincaid, getting me back into the MechWarrior Mac Online. I've, uh, I swore it off after the whole uh, uh, Epic Game Store exclusive thing with MechWarrior 5, but uh, oh. he got me back into the. The MWO, so been having fun on there. So if you see me out there, give me a shout. That way I know who you are on there because everybody's got a different handle, but I'm still just me, Charles Gideon. So keep an eye out for me and don't shoot me, please. <laughs> just just <laughs> leg him. Just leg him. Oh, God, don't leg him. Oh, that's the worst. Roll nice. Leg that's him. the worst. Leg him. <laughs> Uh, my shout out goes to one, um, all of our listeners, because holy balls, guys, uh, we had a we had every day. It was like watching the ticker tape, like it was the reverse stock market. Like our no, downloads yeah. just kept piling on and on and on. Um, huge shout Bless, out to Tex Bless, and 
yeah, huge shout out to Tex and White Fox. Uh, you guys crushed Blainly Pardo's episode. Whole um, rematch. Rematch. Blaine <laughs> uh, would be down. Trust me. We had over fifteen hundred downloads of our last episode, which is in a week. In a yeah, in a week. I think within a day we had five hundred. It was it's just crazy, guys. Um, again, we we still look at each other going like. Uh, people are listening to us. How the hell do people <laughs> want to listen to us? Jesus. So I I think we're putting out a good product. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy all of our shows. Um, I can definitely tell that a lot of you are uh, after last episode going through and listening through all of them. Uh, if Please you want, use the first if, six episodes. If you want to <laughs> suffer through the bad audio uh, in episodes one through six, I guess go for it. But. Um, Especially Tommy's heat sink. <laughs> heat sink, man. I wouldn't recommend it. I would start with episode <laughs> seven. Um, yeah. I think. I think it's episode seven. But um, I have been digging into like the statistics and are finding that, man, we are all we're getting downloaded all over the world. So it is very, very uh, humble and awesome. So I'm going to try a new thing every episode. Or I'm going to try to say a phrase in the language of one Uh-oh. of the countries that is listening to us. Oh my God! Here we oh, go. Please. This is going to not get, get us banned. more listeners. <laughs> people so get banned from countries this way. We're gonna really? No, really? I'm oh. no. <laughs> well, I'm I'm starting right out of the bat, and I'm gonna try Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we picked the hard one right away. Oh, I'm going to get the hard one right out of the way. So if you're in Japan and you know Japanese, um, I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> but um, ukamini... Oh, let's start that over. Ukaminetorajio okite kurite arigato. I knew the last word. There's a thank you in there. <laughs> Nailed it. So, if anyone could even remotely figure out what I just said, uh, <laughs> you're and, uh, and make fun of him, and just yep, mercilessly, mercilessly bash me online. Uh, I, I got to try that one more time, especially Uka... any, especially any Curitans. You need to. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uka mine toro toragio o kite. Kirite arigato. That that was a little better, except for the first one. It's a really long first word. That's not even possible. Like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> bonus bonus points for any Japanese speakers out there. It, when you, what even if he said it per- perfectly, tell him he said it wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even if I said <laughs> it <laughs> wrong, he is. If he said it, if he said it perfectly, time. tell him that he said something about scratching the brown cat. <laughs> On the tail, and ordered, and I thanked him for it. Right. <laughs> There's <laughs> the in there somewhere. I don't. <laughs> I understood everything he said, and it was terrible. <laughs> so uh, that's a new thing that I'm going to do every episode, or maybe we can take turns so everyone could get bashed mercilessly. We'll see. So, <laughs> but anyway, oh my that's God. that's my big shout out to everyone who's listening. Uh, thank you for listening to us, first of all. And, yes, thank uh, you. Keep telling us what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong so we can fix them. So, 
And if if translating my little phrase in a different language is one of those things I'm doing wrong, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good talk. <laughs> so, um, where can they find our stuff at, Matt? If you're looking to give us any concerns, comments, characterizations, um, feedback <laughs> criticisms you're going with the whole c thing i think so just don't well, say you know, the, five c's. the five c's <laughs> <laughs> i always like cordon anyway <laughs> you can find us at uh www.wolfstreetgoons.com wnrp at wolfstreetgoons.com or on our facebook group uh <laughs> if you're not a member join uh, it, it, it's really easy. We still have a competition on who can approve the fastest. Um, we Thank are, you. we are how many? We are Tommy how many is, strong? Tommy is crushing it on that end. 437 members now. Yeah. Dang. Ooh, let's and, get to 500. And, Come on. And again, guys, it, I, I cannot stress enough. We have said it time and time again, and I will continue to say it. The best group of gamers around period oh also if you want to subscribe to our youtube channel we usually do thursday Ooh. we try to stream our uh we have one now <laughs> so we had no videos and 36 subscribers so oh. um we're gonna up. we're gonna uh, live stream our thursday night games from the store uh on our youtube page so it's wolf net radio podcast youtube i think something like that Wolfnet Radio Podcast. Ooh, you got to scroll. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's... Oh, there it is. There it, oh, wait. Nope, that's not it. Anyway, we're on there. It's just... Uh, it takes a little bit. Uh, let's see. What did I name it as? Just Wolfnet. If you just type in Wolfnet with a space in it, hopefully you come up to our channel. Yep, there it is. Right there. 65 subscribers. Holy crap! Whoa, that was a Good jump. To get some content on there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, we got five videos on there. Holy oh, shit! You, ladies and gentlemen, have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs> oh. Don't fuck up the intro, Tommy, or outro. Damn it! I fucked up whatever. the outro. The intro. <laughs> whatever. Um. MechWarrior 5, is that on the, on Steam yet? Oh No, still on no. Damn it. I have another shout-out. If you haven't gotten the MWO free Wolverine, go get it. Get it right now. Yeah, they got a Hero Mech available right now. They have a Hero Mech of a Wolverine you can get for free. Go to MWO, get your Mercs. Wolverine. Say again? MWO Mercs is their website to download the download the game. Charles Gideon, you go ahead and give that. <laughs> well, it's MWOMercs.com. So just go there. You can download the game. Um, and then, yeah, get the free stuff. So join us on the battlefield. We Give me we, a wolf. We also have a team there. Stop talking. W, w, WNRP, we have a team there. 
We have we have a we have a team. We have yeah, a team. We, we, we have a unit. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, I'll post some pictures. All my all my interfere mechs are. Uh, <laughs> we're we're working in methods of you know unbeknownst to the colonel to be general. <laughs> They're called well, I don't special know, forces. It's probably for the better. That's right. Undeniable. Undeniable um, plausibility or plausible <laughs> deniability, something like that. Keep talking. Give it Just to the. Talking. Shut up, Blaine. We're ending the show. <laughs> Give it to the Spec Fours, the E4 Mafia. They'll take care of it no matter what. Give me the goddamn wolf. <laughs> wolf. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see him stir some more. <laughs>